Welcome to the Rise and Start podcast. My name is Brad. I am your life and spiritual coach. You know, I created this podcast to help you on your journey towards a life of fulfillment and purpose. And it is my hope that through this podcast, I can help guide you along the way so that you can begin to live your best life now. I'm so grateful that you continue to tune in each and every week. I am honored and humbled that you take some time to listen to this podcast, so thank you. Really, I mean that. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. I enjoy making this podcast, and I hope you enjoy listening to it just as much. So today I want to talk about something that I personally have an issue with, and I'm not sure if you have an issue with, but maybe you do, and that is complaining. <laughs> do any of you have that problem out there? Oh, okay, okay, I, I see your hands up, I see your hands up, okay. All right, so I'm not the only one. You know, I seem to fall into this pattern quite often, and I often have to be reminded by my wife to stop complaining, right? You know, I just returned from a trip to Liberia where I was working with a school that my nonprofit organization is working with there. Uh, you know, it was such a great week. I, uh, I got to take my son with me who is six, and there were many days all week long where I would just sit on the porch of the house that is there with the school and just watch him play with all of the kids from the school and from the neighborhood right there in the schoolyard. Uh, he wasn't concerned about his iPad. He wasn't concerned about his electronics. All he was worried about was getting jump roping down. <laughs> he's never jump roped before. And I've had a jump rope here and he's never touched it, but there he couldn't put it down and he was determined to get it. Uh, and playing soccer. And uh, I would sit there and I would watch him play and all of us adults would sit around on the porch or underneath a tree with the wind and the breeze and talk as adults. Right, we would eat and talk and just share. It was a really, really good trip. We got a lot accomplished there. We were there, we were putting in a water well for the school because they don't have uh, clean drinking water. And so uh, we were there um, putting in uh, a water well uh, for them. And then we returned to the States. Uh, we had to come through Chicago O'Hare and there we were going through Chicago O'Hare Airport and let me tell you it had not been five minutes <laughs> it, it couldn't have been five minutes and I was already starting to complain 
right? I mean, I was complaining about this. I was complaining about that. I was complaining about the person who just cut me off. I was complaining about the person who wouldn't move fast enough. Oh, I was just complaining. All of that contentedness that I had in Liberia, all of that happiness was thrown out the window. Now, I have been trying to practice being as zen as I can be. Okay, I know that may surprise some of you. Yes, I'm a pastor, but I believe that um, combine, combining Zen and some practices of Buddhism actually helps make me a better person and actually helps me become a better uh, Christian, uh, husband, dad, father, and I, there's nothing wrong with taking some of the best elements of some of these uh, places, uh, some of these religions, and and help to help your own, right? And uh, here's one thing that I have been learning. Uh, I've only been at this for about a few months. Uh, it's been a part of my therapy following some mental health issues that I have had recently. I've been reading up on Zen, on Zen meditation, on Buddhist meditation, uh, just for my own spiritual well-being. And the thing that I found out in my reading and in my learning is that Zen doesn't happen overnight, okay? It takes hard work and dedication. It takes the unwavering pursuit of happiness and contentedness. Now, I want to ask you, do you have an unwavering pursuit to be happy and content? Because you have to work at this. You have to work at trying not to be a complainer all the time, right? Now, the first thing that I learned um, in all of this is a, a really easy lesson, and that is stop complaining. <laughs> I know, shocking, right? Uh, you know, nothing uh, huge earth-shattering or anything like that there, right? Just stop complaining. And I don't know about you, though, but I can see where this is a first step because this is a really difficult first step. And if you can get this step, I think you can get any of the other steps. Because for me, just stopping to com stop complaining, that's difficult, Especially when we have all this stuff around us all the time, right? But here's what, but, but when you complain, here's what you're doing. You're talking about certain people. You're talking about certain situations that don't make you happy, do they? Everything that we complain about, regardless of what it is. I was complaining about all my computer issues today. It didn't make me happy. Right? And when you talk about them, here's what you're doing. You are placing them front and center in your life. Think about that. The person you are complaining about, 
the, the, the thing that you're complaining about. You're placing it front and center in your life. You are giving it or them the platform. Is that what you want to do? I mean, I think we have to ask ourselves, is that really what I want to do? Do I really want to give that person? Do I really want to give uh, this thing the platform right now in my life? Now, I've recently learned about um, a part of our brain. We know it as the ego. Okay, I'm kind of kind of go Freud on you a little bit. No, not really, but a little bit. No, not really. Um, but the ego, the ego is also referred to as, get this, the monkey mind. Yeah, the monkey mind. The ego is the monkey mind. Think of it as the child part of the brain, so to speak. Okay? The child part of the brain. And what happens when the child doesn't get what it wants? Yeah, it pitches a fit, doesn't it? Yeah, and when the brain doesn't get what it wants, it pitches a fit as well. It doesn't realize what it already has most of the times. And so what it does is it reacts immediately to what it's not getting, right? As soon as you take away the iPad, my son immediately goes to what he doesn't have rather than what, it, what he already has, right? And when we complain, what we do is we activate the monkey mind because something isn't making us happy. Okay? But what we have to understand is that this is simply your opinion on a situation and nothing more. Yeah, it is your opinion on a situation. That's all it is and nothing more. When that doesn't make you happy and when you complain about that, that is your opinion about a situation. And let's get to let's get to the, the 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 real question here. Does complaining actually change the situation? No, it doesn't. It just doesn't. Does it help in any way? Yeah, it may make us feel better for maybe a little while. Or maybe it doesn't. But the sooner you realize that people in situations are not going to change because you don't like it, the sooner you can break the shackles that hold you in a state of negativity. Let me repeat that again. The sooner you realize that people in situations are not going to change because you don't like it, the sooner you can break the shackles that hold you in a state of negativity. When you complain, remember, you are the one causing undue stress and inner tension on yourself, not the other person, not the thing. It's going to make you feel better for a while, but at what cost? Okay. There's an old Cherokee story where an elder tells his grandson, he says, Every choice in life is a battle between two wolves inside of us. One represents anger 
envy, greed, fear, lies, insecurity, and ego. The other represents peace, love, compassion, kindness, humility, and positivity. And they're always competing for supremacy. And the grandson asks, well, which wolf wins? And the elder replies, the one that you feed. Now that's where the Cherokee story ends, but I was reading in a book by Jay Shetty, he heard this story and then he asked his teacher, his mentor, who's teaching him about this story as he tries to become a monk, Jay Shetty asked, okay, but how is it that we feed them, right? Because the member of the elder says, the one you feed. And Jay Shetty's like, well, how do, we, how do we feed them? And the monk teacher says, by what we read and hear, by who we spend time with, by what we do with our time, by where we focus our energy and attention. That's how you feed. So who are you spending time with? What are you doing with your time? Where is your focus, energy, and intention? Is it with a wolf that represents anger and complaining and greed and fear and lies and insecurity and ego? Or is it with the one that represents peace, love, compassion, kindness, humility, and positivity? Don't focus your attention on negativity, especially complaining about the things you cannot change. Today, I want you to let go of that need and instead live into a life of gratitude. All right. Well, that's all for today. Thank you for listening. Um, please, please, please uh, share this podcast. Uh, subscribe to it so that way every time a new podcast comes up, you're ready to listen to the next one. And whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on, whether it be Apple, Amazon, iHeartRadio, those are the three that we're currently on, uh, please, please, please leave us a review. Uh, it helps people find the podcast easier. And always remember, like, go on, and like my Facebook page. It's Rise and Start, so just put facebook.com slash rise and start. Like our page for all of the best and all of the greatest things that we have to help you live your best life now. It's my coaching page. I would love for you to be a part of our Rise and Start community. All right. All right, my friends. Until next time, I wish you wellness. I wish you purpose. So go rise and start your day. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye.